know. Where do broken hearts go? What becomes of the brokenhearted? And how am I supposed to live without you? We answer these and other pressing questions about broken hearts and toxic relationships tonight on a very un-Valentine's-y Valentine's episode of Your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture come together for some sweet, sweet two-player co-op. My name is Tony T. I am the Nerd of God, and tonight I'm going to be your host on this tunnel of love on a very special romance-themed episode. I'm your captain. Step aboard to this love boat. Soon we'll be making another run, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself. Because we got the Nerdy God crew with me. He's all out of love. He's so lost without you. And he is the best at being the worst. With me as always, it's Steve Supremo. I'm a regular Russell Hitchcock or Graham Russell, whichever you want. Those are the singers <laughs> of Air Supply. Oh. He can't even just like take an opportunity to not like flex the fact that he has like random knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Steven. I feel like they shouldn't have Air Supply, they should have just been called Russell Russell. That's what I do when I <laughs> when I'm getting out of bed. <laughs> Russell, Russell. <laughs> when I'm down with the homies, we Russell, Russell. Oh my lands, huh? All right, Stephen, please report to your muster station. You're off the boat. Oh no. Uh, moving around the table, he'll make you feel so brand new, and he wants to spend his life with you. Often imitated, but never duplicated. It's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Who's ready to do a little dance, talk a little love, get, get down, down tonight? tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Show of hands, ladies. All right. <laughs> Keeping this party going near, far, wherever you are. She's a punk rock pirate and her heart will go on. She's your friend and mine, Alexandria Marka. Annyeonghaseyo. <laughs> okay, Korean? and uh, what is that? This, these are Korean hearts. It looks like your heart. It looks like you're flicking Julia off. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not. This I know it's love. love episode. It means I love you in Korean. Oh, oh, show of hands. Who speaks Korean here? Just means hello. We all speak a little Korean now. We all know now. Yeah. I can say I love you in uh, Tagalog. God, he can't even just let the show <laughs> go on. Steven. Mahal, mahal kita. Oh my. That's like the deep. Mahal say, kita. Oh. Yeah, but we say mahal twice. It's like, that means you really... I say it in Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't think I know a buttload of crap about a buttload of crap, but I do. Okay? Yeah, Stephen knows a bunch of stuff, so... <laughs> Thanks for reminding us, Steven. It's You're very welcome. charming. It's very charming. That was your segment for all of tonight. Can I introduce everybody else, or do you want to tell us anything else that you know? No, you're good. All right, fantastic. <laughs> Keeping this thing going. If you're lost, you can look and you will find she time after time. She's spirited and spunky. It's the notorious JCC Julia Colazzo. I just have to acknowledge that these are great new intros for each of us. Thank this you. is I amazing. Know. I'm loving this episode already. Thank Special you. editions. There's so Heck much yeah. love. There's so much love at this table right now. It's palpable. You can cut it like a pound cake. Mm. Is there? And over in the booth, <sighs> some just want everything, but everything means nothing. If it ain't got our resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer. Hello. 
Hey, Nick. What's up? Uh, let's get into this thing. We'd love for you to join the conversation. Let us know who you are and what love song best defines you. <laughs> the best way for you to do that is to hang out with us across the internet on the social medias. Julia, tell us where they can find us. Connect with us across all the social medias. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can visit our website at www.nerdofgodcast.com or come join the conversation in our online life group, the Nerd of God Squad. Search for us on Facebook or jump directly there by going to nogsquad.com. That's the Nerd of God Squad on Facebook. Share some memes and live your dreams. Julia, real quick, we, we kind of skipped past the um, the Snapchat phase of social media. <laughs> oh boy. Do we need a Nerd of God cast TikTok? Just, just let a us- A TikTok? Yeah, do we need one? <gasps> Ooh, that sounds really dangerous, but also yes, that the internet needs that, I think. But what if what if China gets all of our personal information? Is, <laughs> well, isn't that like a real concern with the TikTok? Uh I feel like all of us are okay with that at this point. Yeah. I feel like no one backed out and so we're, we're all gonna just gonna know go I into like, it. I like dance. How do they know how do they know? <laughs> how do they know? <laughs> how do they know that okay, well, all right. Well maybe you can follow us on TikTok at Nerdogodcast and somebody better set that up before the oh, show goes to air. Oh, Otherwise Ryan Felton so will get Julianne. it. And we'll be... Yeah, you're the TikTok person. <laughs> I do, I do. Is I'm, he? I'm super deep into TikTok. Wait, he, I am as well. He has a he has Let's a video how was come by. <laughs> He has a video on TikTok that has over 50,000 views. That's true. Yeah. What is it of? It's not appropriate. We can't talk no, about it's it on a, the show. It's appropriate. It's, it's not family friendly. It's Taco Bell. Safe, safe search on. Uh, <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to take a quick question, get our, our a, little, a little more intimate with each other tonight in this love episode. We're going to find out some, some questions in a segment that we call the two-question interview. It's the two-question interview. Bum, bum. <laughs> It was free the first episode. <laughs> now we I owe expect you, royalties We owe you a quarter now. That's right. Uh, well, let's, I so, to that, I literally started laughing so hard at work, and my coworkers were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's literally The, <laughs> the it's worst part is I do that all the time at home, and my wife is done. Like, she's sick of it. She's like, you need to stop making up these random songs. Damn. Countdown to Stephen living on the couch, 2021. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage and love is a beautiful thing. Speaking of love, tonight, uh, first question of our two-question interview is, what is your idea of a perfect date? My perfect idea of a date is really, like, just cliche. It's nothing spectacular or new, but I love the idea of going to a carnival with somebody and playing, like, all the novelty games. I feel like that's so much fun than going on the Ferris wheel and the merry-go-round, and all the wheel objects. And then he holds your objects. hair when you throw up a funnel cake. It's great. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. It's just like the perfect backdrop for love. You really find out a lot about a person by the way they eat a bucket of fried pickles. Ew, wait, what? A bucket? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly wait, my thought. Wait, they make those? Wait, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tiny bucket. To a side, can we get... Some fried pickles? Yeah, that's a hard no. Uh, on a side note, totally unrelated, uh, I will be going to a carnival tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> there is a carnival right now that's happening in, in Altamont Springs, which is about uh, half an hour from here. Uh, my wife and I were coming back from our Longwood Campus Church the other day, and we just happened to look out the car and saw this parking lot happening, uh, there's this carnival happening in the parking lot of the mall. And it was like, well, mall parking lot carnival? Yeah, we're in. So we walked in there, and uh, we didn't ride anything because... You know, not that not that meth is not a heck of a drug, but <laughs> but I don't know that I trust it to be fuel for building OSHA regulated carnival rides. But we did eat some carnival food, and uh, which was also taking our life into our hands. But uh, you know, carnies freak me out. Wait, I small hands. Okay, 
I think that's so sweet that you guys saw it and then just went. That's like so spontaneous and nice. Yeah, you know, some, we have our moments. I love that. She was really just in it for the funnel cake, if we're being honest. I mean, that's probably where I'll be It too, wasn't about so. quality time, but but fried dough is my wife's love language. Good. Uh, what do you got, Neff? What's your perfect date? I don't, I, if I was going to do like a perfect date, it would be like... I would take her out to like Maggiano's or somewhere really nice, like a nice Italian restaurant or something. And I would just sit across from her and talk to her, you know, have some nice food, enjoy each other's company. And then afterward, we'd go to like Crane's Roost or something. And, and for those of them who Crane's Roost. <laughs> I was say, for those, wait, wait. For those <laughs> that don't live here, what is Crane's Roost? Isn't there no Maggiano's close to Crane's Roost? Wait, <laughs> Neff, Neff has a history of taking people to restaurants that are 45 minutes away. That's true. In, in strangely kidnap-like circumstances. You want to go to Hardee's? One time. Want to go to Hardee's? We're going to go an hour and a half to Hardee's. Wait, but the drive is part of the fun. You can listen to exactly. the not, music. Not if they didn't know they were going to be driving an hour and a half to Hardee's. <laughs> Fair. Well, anyway... <laughs> So we'd go to Crane's Roost, we'd walk around, just talk to each other, enjoy this company, and then there'd be fireworks. Crane's Roost is a park around a, a lake. Yeah, it's it's really nice. And uh, So in, in case someone thought that you were taking them back to a large bird nest. <laughs> I was I lost. A, there's Thank a giant bird. The crowing. Think, think Rodan. <laughs> <laughs> and then Neff picks them apart and feeds them to his younglings. Yes, yes. This is the worse perfect day. This is worse than the collapsed trachea conversation. I don't really know where to go from here. Alexander, save us. (laughs) My date was great, and then you all ruined it. (laughs) I was doing well. I I fattened her with Alfredo, and then I feed her to my giant mutant bird babies. No! (laughs) It was going so well. There's your your Nerdy Guy Cast Photoshop challenge. Oh. (laughs) Death is now a Power Ranger villain. (laughs) I... All I want is love. <laughs> and all you need is love. So. Uh, Alexandria, on. take us on a date. Honestly, I I like the idea because I've, I'm a very avid coffee drinker. Mm. I like the idea of going to different coffee shops to try their coffees. Like just, sequentially going to different coffee shops? Like coffee shop to coffee shop to coffee shop? Yeah. Ooh. Like there's like doing a coffee crawl, essentially. Okay. So like in Orlando, especially, there are a lot of really good craft coffee places. And, I mean, like, literally some of the best coffee you can get is in Orlando. Yeah, screw you, Colombians. <laughs> I mean, the beans honestly come from really great countries. But, the um, no, honestly, I, I like the idea of doing a coffee crawl, just walking and talking and getting to know people. Um, yeah. I how just how like many coffees out. do you have before you're just going to run home? <laughs> <laughs> I have a very high tolerance for caffeine. Okay. Because I'm so used to drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't make me more awake. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm simple but spontaneous. So while you're having the coffee, you're taking time to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. You're talking. You're discovering yeah. your goals, your dreams, your fears. Yes. Cool. Nice. Potentially climbing water towers, but it's okay. Potentially climbing. Listen, we don't endorse anything, any illegal or unsafe activity. Exactly. That's what's at the top of that water tower? A giant bird's nest. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the cranes roost. <laughs> And then her date it's was It's a good thing spoiled. she drank all that coffee so she could run away. <laughs> good job, comrade. Oh, Steven, Steven, take us on your perfect date. Um, April 25th. It's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Oh, That's no, 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 no. He cashed it in on that one. Nick, Nick, what, what do you think would be a great perfect date for you? Uh, cook for him. Oh. oh, what do you like to cook? Wow, hold on a second. I'm still just shook right now that Nick came up with like maybe the best answer. 
Yeah, uh, cook for them and then maybe go watch a movie or something like that. But very nice. And any any kind of food. Very very cool. Mm. All right, man. I'm very single. Nice. I don't have a girlfriend. We don't. We're not gonna go see a movie. We want to talk. That's but what dinner's for. That's what you yeah. have a dinner for. Yeah. Shared experience. You know, it's all good. Hey, there's there's no wrong way to be the right guy. Unless that's all I'm saying. Now, if I was dating a girl, we, like for a while, I'd go to a movie. Yeah. Well, you got to build. You got to build to that. Sure. I can just still picture the bird thing, and it's like <laughs> there is a wrong way to answer it. I think we already passed that. Yeah. I don't know. You yeah, know what? I, I think so we hard. need to pull the chute on this one. And <laughs> just parachutes open. Now we're out. Uh, so, so here's the second one. I want you guys to be a little more critical. This is I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to awaken the nasty within you here. Okay. So just be very, uh, be very judgmental, I'm and scared. we're we're going to look down on some people like Christians do. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are the worst? What are the worst love stories in fiction that you can list? That just these couples do not work. They are horrible. We just we. What's the opposite of ship? We unship them. Uh, what do you think, Julia? Um, Romeo and Juliet, because that whole thing was stupid. <laughs> That whole also, thing was so dumb. It's a, it's a classic. What are but, you talking no, about? No, 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 no. They were teenagers no. and they committed suicide. It yeah, was not but, good. Okay, but the thing is, like, that kind of plays into, like, the whole problem with, like, fictional, like, love stories. You know what oh, I mean? Because, I like, you give like, your all to a person you just met. What light through yonder window breaks? And I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, like, what is that? And I don't understand. I just think that's lame. It's teenage rebellion, right? Your dad uh, hates my dad, so, you know, yeah. let's get married secretly and... It just makes me uncomfy. I don't like it. Okay, that's that's fair. Worst worst goes to Romeo and Juliet. What do you what do you think, uh, Neff? Worst. I could tell you the worst one. Okay, tell from me. the MCU, the, the mm. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Oh, don't you dare! I'm gonna do don't it. You He's gonna do it. Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter is the worst okay. because Steve Rogers had moved on to Sharon Carter. And then he got all caught up on Peggy when he had this brand new whip right in front of him, and he decided to whip? go back Did to you the just old whip. A woman as, as a whip? whip? Well, it's it's a, it's a fictional character. <laughs> no, it's, it's fictional she's, or not? She's, she's a transformer. Very degrading. She's a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, it's so, a metaphor. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? That makes him that makes him better than Wonder Woman. Seventy years later, at least he was able to move on. All right, so then I'll jump in there and I'll say that my worst fictional relationship, and I have a whole list here. I have a cavalcade of ones that just irritate me, but I will say it. Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor yeah. in Wonder Woman 84, yeah. which it's not even Steve Trevor. And if that was reversed, if it was like Batman and, I don't know, dead Vicky Vale... Uh, in some other woman's body, we would have serious problems yes. with that. Yes. It is, yes. it is, uh, besides the fact that Wonder Woman is this iconic, strong, fierce warrior princess who we're supposed to believe legitimately 70 years later can't get over a man. But then, like, only like 20 years after that, she's fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Well, well, once she had to learn to let him go because wishes and such stuff, oh, yeah. then she was perfectly fine to move on and be flirty with Batman and Aquaman and whosoever. Yeah. <sighs> can't stand that movie. I hate Wonder Woman 84. I haven't seen it yet. I'd rather be punched in the face by someone wearing a Birds of Prey mask than watch Wonder Woman 84 again. Or Bird Neff. Bird Neff. The crowing. It's happening right now. <laughs> uh, Alexandria, your, your worst romance? I don't know if this one really counts because they weren't a couple the entire way through. It counts the- if you say it counts. Elle Woods and... Warner Huntington the third and legally yes. blonde. He was so mean to her, and she like went to Harvard to get him back. Yes, and he ended up dating the worst human. I we liked her at the end, but yeah. 
honestly, he was just mean to her. Yeah, not worth it. And she found her own, you know, mm. found her own way, but he was so mean. Good thing Emmett was there. Yes. Yeah, it worked out for her. Good Emmett. Really like <laughs> Good on him. I, I sure. Think I've, I've seen this movie. I don't remember anything that you're saying except for there was a dog and I think Victor Garber mm. was there. Well, I was obsessed yes. with the musical Victor in Garber high school. Victor Garber was a scumbag in this right. movie. Was, was Emmett the European one? <laughs> All right, Stephen, no. what's, what's yours? Uh, I literally just had. I, think I saw you in that music. Were you in that in high school? I was in that I, I went and saw you in that. Yeah, yeah. fun times. Yeah. I had it in my head, and then you distracted me with Legally Blonde. And now I can't think of what it was. Why is my Reese forgetfulness? Why is your well, forgetfulness? Well, because my you started fault. talking about um, Victor Garber, and I was like, oh, Victor Garber. And, then I just, and now I've lost we a know. bit of information. It's like Steven was hypnotized one time in 2004, <laughs> and Victor Garber is no, his way It was 2007 when you made me watch Godspell. That's what it was. That's what it is. He's delightful. Because um, I don't want to, because the first thing that came to mind was Harley Quinn and Joker. But that's, that's great. That's yeah, a great. Yeah, but it feels uninspired. Okay, well. It's and I had a good one and I've forgotten it. So let's just go with Harley Quinn and Joker. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, I'll remember just screaming out. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> Weird two question interview Tourette's. That's what it is. Ah, I remember this one. Uh, okay, so I, I have a list. Nick, do you have any terrible fictional couples that you want to mention? Um, low hanging fruit, maybe, but Anakin and Padme. <sighs> Why do they even like each other? What, what was the attraction except for the fact that we knew they had to? He was nine. Mm. And she he, was 14. She really likes pears, okay? <laughs> and he's like, yo, did I you, got you, girl. Did you fly <laughs> this pear at me? Oh, my goodness. You have no idea how much I, I'm, I'm a Bartlett fan. <laughs> <laughs> she um, likes pears. He hates sand. It's a match made it's in It's a match space. made in I don't remember they, what it is. What is they it, make a great pear. The match made in space. What do you think of it? Uh, Marty McFly and Elizabeth Shue. Oh. It's a terrible couple. That's not, that's, but it's not, is Marty McFly and Jennifer? Because you're just naming an actress. Yes, but Jennifer in the first movie was great. Jennifer in the subsequent movies was awful. I don't know that I can allow that as an answer, though. Yeah, I know. I realize that as I'm saying it, it wasn't uh-huh. a great answer. So I threw a couple more on my list. You guys can kind of swat these down if you, or, or justify them. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen that the perennially classic, for whatever reason, 80s movie, The Breakfast Club? Yes. yes. Claire and Bender. Uh, yeah, no, he's an awful person. Awful yeah. person. And he's uh, uh, he's probably has uh, like sexual assault charges on him later yeah. on in life. But he's, but one day of sexual assault in Saturday morning detention, and all of a sudden, don't you forget about me? Well, here's the thing: the eighty, but I, the eighties did that a lot. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, Peter Venkman is a is a very uncomfortable. Yeah, character. why did he go on a date with Sigourney Weaver and bring knockout drugs? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, he just happened like, to have that just, on him. Just, just uh, shot her up with eight cc's of Thorazine. She's gonna be taking a little nap for a while. You didn't know <laughs> she was gonna be possessed happen? by Zool. Uh, Why would you, a psychologist and parapsychologist, be bringing knockout drugs with you? I don't care if you let her baby poop in your jersey in the second movie. Oh my goodness, it's not okay. Kylo Ren and Rey from Star Wars. I don't, I don't qualify Wait, that what? as a couple. No, I don't think they're a couple. I, think I don't they're... think they're a couple. I think they had a moment, but I don't think they're a couple. Yeah, it was a moment. Have of you passion. seen the Rise of Skywalker? Nope. I'm going to just say that you're beyond the statute of limitations for having seen that movie. So, spoiler alert. Do you not have Disney Plus? Just because you haven't seen a movie in a year doesn't mean that it's okay to spoil it. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm allowed. I'm allowing it. Um, she was in the Philippines when it came out. She That's hasn't a- been in the Philippines for a long time. It's on Disney Plus. I'm so acclimating back to American <laughs> culture. <laughs> it takes a long time to get used All to it. Right, well, tonight. Um... <laughs> I'm going to say this one, and you guys might think that I'm wrong, but I think that Aang and Katara 
are a terrible couple. Oh no, I agree. I agree. Katara oh, ends up with so Zuko, weird. right? I want that so badly. Yeah. I talk about this with so many people all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about it. I'm so sorry. I never I'm, like, finished Avatar. Really I never knew. I didn't know. That. Well, you're past the statue of limitations. Yeah, yeah well, that one's for sure. The show's <laughs> been out for 15 years. It just, it just got on Netflix. Oh my so if my God. niece, oh my. who's 10, decides to watch it, I could spoil it for her because it was out before she was alive. Yes. Yeah. Steven, <laughs> Steven, yes, there are certain things when you walk into it, the culture has moved beyond it. You can't expect everything to be kept in a pristine bubble for you waiting to go back to it. Like it's just never. This all goes back to the one time <laughs> when I talked about a Star Trek movie that came out in 1994, and Steven's like, I haven't seen that yet. The movie came out when you were in diapers, Salisbury. So it's okay to spoil my experience Kirk of it? Kirk dies in Star Trek. <laughs> Generations. It happened. Oh, I, don't so really, anyway. I don't even really care that much about it anymore. Ang and like- Katara. Shh. <laughs> Shh. Ang and Katara. Ang is, I love Ang, mm. but he's just so like childish, and he Katara is. is just like. I don't know. Yeah, what's he, I, he gets knocked into a rock and realigns his chi, and all of a sudden he becomes a, becomes a suitable mate for her? Or is it just that they went on a three-season adventure, and he's the only age-appropriate male for her that's not her but brother? Like not but she's even. not even age-appropriate for him. She's, like, and so much older than him. It's, yeah. like, it's Actually, like he's, he's nine and she's 14. Old. Right. I mean, so, no, he ends up being, like, 11 Rogers. by the, I think, the end of the show. But the point is, also, like, she had so many nice moments with Zuko. Like, when she, right. like, used her, like, like last bit of, like, magic the water from the pond yeah. to try to heal his scar, even yeah. though he's about to, like, portray her. But Zuko's damaged goods. That's dangerous. It's dangerous. He's, uh, he, but he's fine, though, because Uncle oh, Iroh helped him, and he yeah. grew, Uncle and it was great. And he had a redemption story, and he's a much more interesting character yeah. than Aang. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree sure. wholeheartedly. All right. Well, I feel justified in this. I thought I was going to hit some resistance there. Nah. <laughs> that was the most heated one that you had yet. Yeah. Uh, Belle and the Beast. Yeah, no. Yeah. Not awful. here for it. Oh, wait. You're making a face. Why? What did you thought? Because I love Belle and the Beast. Uh, yeah, but I mean... If it wasn't like musical, if it's, there were no like singing candelabras, it's kind of Stockholm syndrome, right? Yeah, but it's better than like her and Gaston or something well, like that. Well, yes, oh. but just because Gaston is yeah. a jerk doesn't mean that the guy who locked you up in a tower and well, said, he, "Stay out of the West Wing," you know, like well, like all of a sudden he's okay. He lo- he didn't lock her up. She was able to leave whenever she wanted because she just left, no. and he only went after her to save her. So Tony, you misheard that. He said you can't watch the West Wing, which I think is way worse. <laughs> 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 uh, guest on for America. Um, okay, uh, Sandy and Danny. From, oh, it's awful. From Greece. Oh, it's so yeah. bad. That's the. Bad. That's what I should have said. Bad. It's awful. She has to change herself to what's, get him. What's the worst message that's ever been done in romantic cinema? If you want Gre- the man, you have to change your everything about skin you. tight leather and smoke. Now, tease your yeah, hair he, a little bit. Yeah. He treats her like a whip. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad. Anybody else got anybody that's terrible that you just unship? Hmm. Rock and roll moving on. That's yeah, that's the worst the worst love stories in fiction. We would love to know what your idea of a perfect date is. We'd love to know who you think the worst love stories in fiction are. Let us know on our social media. Uh, and hashtag that with two QI. That's the two question interview. Mm-hmm. Bump bump. You guys wanna play a game? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I have uh, I have here a bag. Do you guys know what these things are? These are sweethearts. These are conversation hearts because oh. it's it's Valentine's season. And I oh, saw wait. these at the store today, and I like I like these. Do you guys like these? They're no, I've never, never had one. Right, reach across the table and see if I can screw one in your hand. There, spoiler alert: they taste like chalk. They're a little chalky. They're, they're a little chalky. You want one, Julia? I dropped. don't enjoy them that much. <laughs> honestly. I kind of like them. I'll take one. 
I kind of like them. They come in sour versions. I think these are the original. Mm. Kind of chalky minting. totes. I'll take one of Evan's happy Neff ones. just Jeez. stole all my hearts. Oh, Aww. he stole your heart? Cute. No, I Be offered careful. him. Watch out for the birds. It's a love connection. Happening <laughs> right here. Bound to happen. Oh, that's good. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone pause. This one says goat. I'm not kidding. What you does see? that mean? That's for Tom greatest Brady. Greatest of all time. time. And for like, Tom Brady. Yeah, greatest of all time. We're going to play a game called Conversation Heart Karaoke. Ooh. And I'm going to pull a conversation heart. I'm going to tell you what it says on it. And then you are going to have to come up with a song lyric, a song Ooh. line, uh, preferably a romantic oh, song. an actual one? An actual, like, oh, an actual song. Okay. No, an actual song lyric uh, that has that phrase in it. And um, we're going to keep this thing going around. When you can't keep this, the party moving, then you are out. Remember, it's going to keep going around. So once it goes Stephen, Alexandria, Neff, Julia, it's going to come back around to Stephen. So uh, you, you want to write, maybe write some notes to yourself so you can kind of keep in mind what's going to be coming next. Don't be looking at each other's boards. We want to keep this thing uh, with some level of musical integrity. Wait, we have to sing? Oh, we're just... all going. Oh, yes. And you're going to sing it. We're all Ooh. going for the same word. That's it's what I was like, asking. Okay, yes, yes, I yes. get it now. All so right. basically, w- the, the game stops when somebody can't r- when somebody can't come up with a new song. Okay. I'm very tired. This is probably going to end very quickly. You should have had nine coffees. Here we go. <laughs> all right, real simple one then right off the bat. I love you. So the word is love. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I wonder where this song will go. Julia, you are up first. Give us a song line with the word love in it. All you need is love. Steven, you're up. I'm all out of love. Okay. So what's the about you? <laughs> Alexandria. There's only one way to, to say the these three words for you. I love you. Nice. Cute. Neff. What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Julia. Love, love me do. All right. That's all we're going to do. It's, it's Beatles it's Day. It's the Beatles. It's Beatles yeah. Day for Julia. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Steve-o. You gave love a bad name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandria. I can't think of one. Oh, oh. Okay. Alexandria is out. That uh, was the easiest one. That was the I easiest know. one. All right, so Steven, you're the last guy. Give yourself a point. Neff, Julia, uh, give yourself a point for every one that you that you did, every song that oh, you no. did. I had I two. One. That's okay. Blame Alex I'm for that. I'm sorry. That's what okay. was your next song going to be? She Loves You. Oh, keep she the Beatles going. Can you feel the love tonight was going to be on uh, All right. Very good. I'm going to eat the eat the love. All right. <laughs> I'm going to eat the love. I literally couldn't think of it. I've been awake since 3 a.m. Uh, mm? That's a great song. Break. Oh, I ate the wrong one. Love was here. Now, <laughs> now, can we use like now if, love is for dead. example love? Can we use the word loving or it has to be? Yeah, love? why not? Okay. okay, we're we're easy going here. Okay, true. Yeah. All right, be true. So the word is true, and wait, I'll, true. T R U E. And I'll tell you what. Right now, I'm going to give you double points if the song that you do is a Christian song. Okay. Give you a second to think about it. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. All right, Neff, you are up, buddy. All right. True to your heart. You must be true to your heart. Yes. It's from uh, Mulan. Okay. That was like the poppy version of it, yeah. though, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, mine's a Coldplay one. Call it true. Call it true. Nice. Can I use the word truth? Mm, let's see how well you sing it. Uh, it's not going to be well. Mm, do it. <laughs> it's truth. 
it's actual. Everything is satisfactual. Zippity doo da, zippity yay. That's it. My oh my, what a wonderful day. Alexander, I'm going to give you the point for that one. <laughs> Neff, you're up. Yeah, nothing. Nothing? This is a hard one, man. Yeah, that was a hard I'm one. I'm lucking out because I also was like done. <laughs> okay, that was okay. my stretch. So do I really not get a point for that? Everybody gives you, everybody gets a point for that one. Alexandria, I'll give you a, uh, I'll let you share Steven's zippity do don't point. All right, here we go. I literally couldn't think of it. That's okay. I, no I thought of the word, I didn't think of the word true. It was truth. This one said, aw, kiss me. So the word is kiss. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, sorry. One second. I just know the one part. It goes, so kiss me. It's in that movie. Um, she's all that. Yeah, kiss me. Yeah, that, I don't know the rest the of the song. Yeah, I'll, I'll out. Okay, Steven. cool. Well, that was the song I was gonna go with. So <laughs> now I've got to think of another one. Swag, I'm winning. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. You another one right now. You can't. I can't. This is a, a tough one for me. All right. Well, let's let's keep this thing going. So we'll skip Steven. Okay. Alexandra, go. Kiss me slowly. That's nice, Neff. I just want your extra time and your <laughs> kiss. Julia, go. Ooh. Kiss the girl. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm mad now. Steven. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Alexandria. Not nothing? All right. We'll go. That's what. Oh. oh, Neff, one more time. Go. I saw Bobby kissing. No, no oh. point awarded. No oh. point awarded. No negative point no awarded. No Christmas songs. Um, kiss me. <laughs> what? It's Christian. It's two points. <laughs> Because it's got Santa Claus in it? It's, it's about Christian. Actually, Sixpence None the Richer, who did the song Kiss Me, is a Christian band. So I should give Julia two points, but I'm not going to because it's not about Jesus. Oh, Kiss from a Rose. I'm so mad. Oh. <laughs> I'm so mad. Um, what about uh, like uh, when heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss? Yeah. It's sloppy wet. It's passionate. No, you stop. Everyone stop right now. We're not getting in this debate. This is going to ruin all of our friendships. I will, I will explain why it's sloppy wet kiss later, but there's a very, very good reason. John Mark no. McMillan has an overbite and it causes him to drool. That's what it is. No. It's because his best friend who that song was about. I swear if this is depressing, I'm... Okay, I'll tell you we're done. Or his best done. friend's dead. I, oh my gosh! Why this is supposed to be a love episode, and now it's turning into a. Well, dip- because you guys hate sloppy wet kiss. I don't hate sloppy wet kiss. I just prefer unforeseen. I'm a fan of sloppy wet I kisses. I prefer passionate. Oh, passionate is the best one. All right. Ask anybody. Sloppy white kisses are my jam. Um, uh, anybody? Uh, Neff? <laughs> Literally <laughs> anybody. It's been a while, but. Oh, no, 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 no. Moving on. My ba- Be my baby. So baby is the word. Ooh, okay. It's easy. Baby is the word. Don't, don't it's so easy. I'm eating a lot of conversation hurts tonight. You deserve it. Any, meeny, miny, mo, where is this song going to go? Never. I love you, baby. And if it's quite all right, I need you, baby. On the lonely night, I love you, baby. Trust in me when I say. Very nice. Julia, go. Baby, baby, ooh, oh, baby, baby, I love you. It's not going to Oh, my talk. goodness. Yes, it is. I, I, <laughs> Steve-O, you're up. Hit me, baby, one more <laughs> time. <laughs> my loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandria. I was like, baby, oh! baby, baby, oh, like, baby, 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 no. All right, so now we are around the table. Point values have doubled, so everybody has a point mm. now. Neff, keep it going. Santa, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Or me. Oh, we're going to have to release this ep- this Valentine's episode in December now. I think we've officially swung the balance. Julia. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, She was going to uh, do Santa uh, Baby also. Uh, no, I was definitely not. Um, hmm. I'm panicking. I don't. Wait. Um, oh, wow. Fantastic baby dance. It's a K-pop song. <laughs> Neff, I feel like suddenly your Christmas songs are more valid. <laughs> Whatever, I got it. Steven, you got one? B-A-B-Y, baby. Nice. I That's don't know good. that. That's a real song. It's from Baby it, Driver. I believe it's an It's an oldie. Gotcha. Rock-a-bye, baby. <laughs> yes. wow. I will, I'll allow it. <laughs> she pulled it out. All right, it's, it's a Van Halen one. It's a... Baby! Oh, my, my, my. All my flavors are guaranteed <laughs> to satisfy. He is my ice cream man. <laughs> Julia, got anything else? I, it's hard to think of other songs when other people are singing. When people are singing, oh, I know. I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. Um, hmm, I don't know. I give up. <laughs> what do you got, Neff? Baby mine, dry your eyes. <sighs> What you got, Alexander? Go. Baby shark. Let's rage. I don't even want to do the rest of this. <laughs> I have, more. I have one more. But what do you got, Steven? It's not appropriate. I don't want to okay. say. Oh, does it count? Do I get a point? I, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Wait, points are doubled, so you get two points. Yes. Oh, I wait, gonna, I should have gotten four I was going to say, like, be my, oh, be wait, my, I can just be do, I my can... little baby. Oh. Uh, I just need your body, baby. Nope. From dust to dawn. Nope, nope, nope. It's the same nope. song I, I did see, earlier. See, but... I didn't say mine because mine was inappropriate. No. <laughs> yeah, but now we're all going to have bad dreams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, last one here. We'll wrap this thing up. Okay. Um, this it. one <laughs> is illegible. <laughs> Let's try the next one. Illegible. That's a hard one. Illegible but delicious. Illegible. Give me songs that say illegible in it. (laughs) Uh, Marry me. So let's go with Mary. Uh, Mary, right? Or any variation of the word Mary? Mary, marriage. Well, it's a beautiful night. I'm looking for something dumb to do. Hey, baby. I think I want to marry you. Oh, sweet. Great song. It's a Bruno Mars song. Two points. Two of us are taken, so I guess. It's two points when we get to the next circle yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. Sorry. But you did a good job singing it, so. Thank you. Maybe worth an extra half point. Just put a, like, point five on there. Steven, go. Mary, did you know <laughs> that your baby boy. He's not having these Christmas songs I right swear. now. <laughs> that was the first song that had It is Christian. It is the <laughs> verb Mary, not <laughs> the name. I didn't see it spelled. Oh, it was implied. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Wait, do I get it's two a- points because it's a Christian song? No. Okay. You get no points. No. <laughs> I award you no points. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I'm going to marry her anyway. Marry that girl. No matter what you say. <laughs> That's a good one. Nevery. Um, Won't you marry me? It's a, I think it's a Jason Derulo like, or Tayo Cruz or something like that. Okay. It's a pop one from like sure. The- I take your word for it. Cool. I died. I don't know. All right. I don't know. I'm sorry. Tapping Steven, out. Any more Christmas songs? I don't know. No, but I I don't know how the rest of the song goes. But I know how it starts off. But you're probably not gonna like it because it's from the third Aladdin movie. It's like, they're finally getting married. They're finally getting married. At a party in Agrabah. <laughs> yeah. At the party in Agrabah. Take them that long. Party in Agrabah. Take them that long to get married. Well. 
Well, they had only, to. only a week passed between three movies. I was gonna say, well, Jafar came back in the middle one with Jason Alexander from Seinfeld, so they had to deal with that. <laughs> and Homer Simpson was there. It was weird. Yeah, I'm the genie of the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Marge, I don't want to grant wishes. Um, all right, so that was that game. Uh, since I changed oh, I the one. since I changed the rules every round, I'm going to uh, call all of your points and scores null and void, and congratulate each of you with a participation ribbon. Thanks so Yay. much. Can I have a conversation heart as my prize? You can have the rest of the conversation Ooh, hearts as your prize because I'm officially no. sick of conversation no. hearts. Huzzah! Well, while we are handing out sweet and chalky little illegible hearts, Neff, why don't you take us into our next segment, which, as you all know, is called the best. best. Thing ever. That's right, everybody. It's the best thing ever. Duos edition. So last last episode, we our competitors were Troy and Abed from Community. Troy and Abed in the morning. Exactly. Versus the classic duo of Shaggy and Scooby Doo. <laughs> exactly. So. The final score. This was a tight, another tight one. We had last last time was really close. We actually had the same score because it was the same like type of uh, closeness, fifty three to forty seven. Oh, on this one, who do you guys think won? Shaggy and Scooby or Troy and Abed? Shaggy, Shaggy and Scooby. And Scooby is what I would guess. Troy and Abed. What do we got, Nefri? It was Troy and Abed Yay! taking down the classic. Justice is served. So well, they move my on. My bracket is setting up so nicely. <laughs> mine is being destroyed. Yeah, mine just got wrecked. But uh, moving on to the next round. This this episode's uh, round is Miles Morales and Spider Gwen from Into the Spider Verse. Sure. Against from 2001's movie Shrek oh. <laughs> comes the duo of Shrek and Donkey. <laughs> If that doesn't win, I don't know what we're doing. For I the memes. Hold on a second. But but Miles and, and Gwen. They're not really like a duo, I wouldn't think. You know what I mean? Like, they're in the movie together, and I guess they're a pair. But, like, upon watching that movie, I wasn't like, yeah, they're the two. Uh, you know what I mean? I just don't think they can win. It, it's all ogre now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I wish I'd have thought that. I'm green with envy. <laughs> Something See, about onions. <laughs> it's called layers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a parfait, man. It's a little parfait. Look at me. My mouth be watering right now just talking about it. Speaking of things that everybody loves, you can go to Nerd Cut. Nerd Dodd. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, look at Nerd Dodd. He get all, all tongue tied talking about parfaits. <laughs> you can go to Nerd Dodd. That is a nice boulder. I like that boulder. It's Julia. not just a boulder. It's, it's right. We took a big turn. <laughs> Julia just melted under the table. Uh, what I meant to say was, speaking of things that uh, we love, the nerdofgodcast.com, or sorry, excuse just, me. Just nerdofgodcast.com. Just nerdofgodcast. The website, nerdofgodcast.com. Nerdofgodcast.com. Nerdofgodcast.org? It's dot com. And nerdofgodcast.org? It's dot com. Nerdofgodcast.com to vote for this round's of best thing Ever. Ever. <laughs> we were all ready. I think you know. You know what? I think we. I think we just need a little break right now. Let's uh. Let's take a minute and uh, hear a word from our sponsor.
Before we get into our ads tonight, we do want to talk about our legitimate sponsors. We want to talk about some of the amazing men, women, and families that make the Nerd of Godcast what it is. We want to take a second to honor our Patreon sponsors. Yeah! Our Patreon sponsors rock. who visit us at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast have made a financial commitment to help the ministry of the Nerd of Godcast go forth. And we want to take a quick moment to thank them. That's Kyle Johnson, Rodney Cannon, Caleb Ardoin, Bradley Taylor, Kifa, Andrew Whiteside, Howard Salter, Matthew Black, Joe Ann Monroe, Ashley Cronenbitter, Zachary Diem, Ryan. Felton, Josh Adams, Scott Higa, Stephen De La Rosa, Darren Scott, Taken DeLong, Carrie Wright, Joshua Chaw, Christian Zadig, and Kevin Wilganowski, our patrons, and there's always room for one more. Swing over to patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast to find out how you can be a part of the ministry. And we'll see you at the Cranes Roost. In the deepest recesses of a gloomy castle, in a mad scientist's laboratory overlooking greater downtown Toledo, comes new and improved love potion number 10, now with spray nozzle. Feeling alone? Longing for love? Wanting an army of loyal drones who will move to your every whim? Then we've got the product for you. you! Simply take new and improved Love Potion number 10 and use the all new, easy to use spray nozzle to simply spray the formula into the face of your intended target and watch the magic happen. Oh, hey, Bob. How you doing? Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, what you got there? Ah. Bob, ow! Ah! Ow! What are you. Oh. Wow, that was easy peasy. Ten times more powerful, ten times more lovable, and ten times more... Musky. Love potion number ten. We only use the finest natural ingredients grown in a dank puddle in the corner of the room and fed by blacklight to be harvested and added to our quality formula by unpaid interns. Um, I don't believe we should be doing this without the proper personal protective equipment. You want the college credit, don't you? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we do. It just, you know, Love I don't... potion number 10 may cause amnesia, screaming in your sleep, black liquid dripping from your mouth, the ability to turn into a rhinoceros, origami appearing in your closet, tendrils coming out of your belly button that sing Hamilton songs till 3 a.m., and ooey-gooey feelings for your neighbor, Kelly. Do not let this happen. Kelly's a succubus, and you really don't need another toxic relationship right now. Now available in the fridge located in the break room of a condemned blockbuster video, try new and improved Love Potion number 10 with Spray Nozzle. Because sometimes, love can be scary. Now it's time for Silly Jokes with Julia, the part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. All right, you guys, what kind of shorts do clouds wear? What What kind? kind? (laughs) Underwear. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Silly Jokes with Julia. Join us next time when Julia says... What did one hat say to another? What? You stay here, I'll go on ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. And we're back. (sighs) Quentin Neff. Yes. 
you um you are a single man <laughs> since uh ladies since, for since, as long as I can remember <laughs> since last time we sat around this table uh you uh, you are the only remaining unattached gentleman here eligible bachelor here last Valentine's Day Stephen was not even engaged yet oh, yeah. Nick was not even engaged yet and now Nick is on his way to marriage Stephen is married and I am married so you you are the last survivor of bachelorhood here Quentin you know what that makes you the best looking single guy here without peer without peer so so Neff last time we had a Valentine's Day episode we we try to set you and Steven up with a little love connection game you remember and a big shout out I remember to, big shout out to our friend <laughs> Hard Bree, to forget. Bree from uh, from uh, Lakeland who uh, never actually got her date with Neff uh, I just want to apologize so much did or, you stand or, her up no <laughs> Yep, he did. So uh, <laughs> she was waiting in the rain. Oh, no. At Crane's roost. <laughs> well, the, she the crane's got her now. <laughs> Neff, is there a number in your email address? I know the blank, blank, blank. But was there a number before the? Nope. Okay. Uh, Are you giving somebody my email? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um, trust. Trust the process now. Should Don't I trust be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Trust. Trust. Neff, have you read and agreed to the terms of service? Just no. say yes. No, I haven't. Yeah, you sure <laughs> yes. have. And uh, let's see. Are you a robot? Yeah. No, no you are not. So Hello, I am a robot. Those are the ones that have stairs in it. So uh, let's talk about your name, okay? So your first name is? Quentin. Quentin. Like the Tarantino. Q-U-E-N-T-I-N. Quentin. And your last name is? Neff. Neff. You are a man or a woman? A uh, man. Man, Neff, what is your? Just think about it. What is your? What's <laughs> Last your, time I checked, I what's your know. birthday? It's the dress Neff? thing it confuses him. My birthday is August fourteenth. Shut up, Stephen. Okay. <laughs> August fourteenth, nineteen ninety-five. Nineteen ninety-five was a good year. Ninety-five. Toy Story came out in ninety-five. I was also hmm. born. I graduated. Two high days school. later. Nine, and eight days later. Neff, uh, your email, your zip code is. Don't say it out loud. Three two. Uh, okay, you have so read. Now that you just figure no, it no, out. No, I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna mute it all out. Okay. I'm gonna mute all that. Say, uh, all right, so we got. Okay, so we now have your your birthday, your zip code, and here we go. Okay, so Neff, we're gonna tell tell us a little bit about you. We're gonna add. I'm gonna. I have this really nice picture of you, Neff, from our uh, Nerd of Godcast photo shoot. You can see that on our Facebook page, Nerd of Godcast, on Facebook. We're gonna add this picture right here. It's a great next nephew. You photograph really well. You have a fantastic smile. Has anybody ever told you that before? No, but <laughs> it's contagious. Uh, Nev, how tall are you? Six three. Six three. A very handsome six three. Uh, you've never been married, is that correct? Nope. So let's talk about your religion. Would you consider yourself <laughs> Christian, non-denominational, Pentecostal, Orthodox, interdenominational, Lutheran, Messianic? What, what, how would you describe your your religion? Uh, is there a Church of God option? There's a tr- there is an Assemblies of God option. The closest you can get other than that is Pentecostal. I'll go Pentecostal. Pentecostal it is. What about your church attendance? A ter- attend church every week, attend church on special occasions, once or twice a month, or several times a year? Every week. Every daggum week. What is your occupation, Neff? Uh, unemployed. Podcast host. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Uh, like in between I, jobs, I'm helping you Assistant out. Assistant to the children's master. Neff, yeah. do you have no kids right now, right? Uh, not that I know of. No. Do you want kids? 
Yes. Okay, so Neff wants kids. And Neff, your level of education is high school, some college? High school and some college. All right, we're going to go with some college. All right, next. Uh, Neff, tell us, a little, tell us a summary about yourself. What do you like? What would you want people to know that Neff, Quentin Neff, is all about? Uh, I love Jesus. Um, I care about the people around me, and I just want them to, I just want to share the love that Jesus gave me to everyone. Okay, we can do better than that, okay? So, ladies, you're going to help Neff. Right now, we are on a very popular Christian dating site. Oh, what? Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to mention the name of it because (laughs) because I don't want to sponsor them or anything like that. But this is an opportunity for you to mingle with other Christians. Is this farmers only? (laughs) (laughs) It is. Uh, So, ladies, what we're going to do is you're going to help Neff kind of create a better, a true, we're not catfishing anybody, but a better profile than I love Jesus and I care for the people around me, which, you know, is nice and it's true, but it's not exactly what I'd call love bait. All, All right. right. So, so you didn't ask for love bait. No, I no. Think, oh, we're getting you love bait. I think the first, one of the greatest things about Neff is his sense of humor. So maybe right. starting with like something humorous would be, you know, a good way to reel somebody in. And I would definitely encourage him to talk about how he's assistant to the regional manager. Regional manager. <laughs> like he's working on being a, you know, a children's pastor. So showing that he like, you know, has that interest and that passion. I think that's really, you know, attractive to see someone like go after something like that. I think that's really good. Okay. What do you think, Alexandra? I would also include that he's um, somebody who likes to show his care for others. You know, it's not just something that he keeps. He's very intentional about the people that he's around and showing his love for them. Excellent. What else we got? Quentin is deeply passionate and extremely loyal. This sounds... Are you what? one of the girls? I'm going to write in here, I am deeply mm-hmm. passionate. Yeah, that's, that's uh, That feels like a red flag. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Alright, so I have... I right- think what we should do, um, something that's really funny... Um, I think we should have like reviews from us, like a person oh, review of Neff. I've actually do they seen have that those like really people who funny. dated the person before? Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's just like, why are you dating them anymore? Well, we are friends with him, and we think we, he's wonderful. So I would say hmm. he's the cat's pajamas. I, that's literally <laughs> the, something the I would bees say. Needs. I would literally say both of those things. I think those are. Great. I want. To, can that be my review? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Disclaimer: I've seen that though on a guy's dating profile and it was like quotes from his mom and his grandma <laughs> <laughs> and they were really that's funny so charming. that's no. charming it was that's funny and no cute. it's really funny i love that we matched but we never went on the date All right, so this is what I have so far. I love Jesus. I think a sense of humor is so important, and I love to laugh and make others laugh. I work hard to show care for others and to serve in my church and community. Mm. I serve in children's ministry and endeavor to go into full-time ministry. I love music and enjoy singing and writing. Plus, Mm. sized. (laughs) (laughs) More of me to love. (laughs) And I collect fine art. And I'm a great listener. 
All to right. To the Nerd of Godcast. So let's talk about sports. Oh, inf- yeah, you have to hashtag the Nerd of Godcast. No, I don't. No, um. I don't. I don't, think I, I don't think I do. Nev, let's talk about sports and fitness interests. Do you have any sports that you're particularly fitness fond of? Pizza, my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Nev, you're a football guy, right? I love football. Okay, uh, I don't see football as an option on here. Why? Wow. Why is that not an option? You got ba- basketball, biking, bird watching, bowling, fishing, golf, hiking, bird watching, bird watching. Can you scroll? What are you, what are you doing over no, there, that, Quinn? That, that, bird watching? <laughs> I'm watching God. He's at the crane's roost. <laughs> uh, bowling, I am the bird. Horseback riding, hunting, ice skating, martial arts, Pilates, rock climbing, running, sailing, scuba, skateboarding, skiing, snorkeling, snowboarding, soccer, surfing, swimming, tennis, volleyball, weight training, working out, or yoga. Yoga. Uh, basketball. Basketball. <laughs> you could have stopped him. <laughs> I didn't know. Maybe there was like. Activities blogging, board games. Boating, bridge, chess, entertaining, entertaining, (laughs) gambling, gardening, home improvement, meditation, riding motorcycles, painting or drawing. Wait, why is gambling an option on this? I feel like that's on there so that it's a red flag. I like to gamble. Uh, Photography, activism, reading, sewing crafts, stock trading, reading. All right. Theme parks, volunteering, and, and writing. Theme parks, all right? Uh, arts and entertainment. Action movies, <coughs> antiquing, auto racing, biographies, cartoons, collecting. Cartoons. Collecting. Action movies. Comics. 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 Crime novels. Dancing. DIY. Foreign films. Historical dancing. fiction. Foreign films. Foreign films. Okay. Horror movies, magic shows, musicals. <laughs> musicals. <laughs> Mysteries, opera, origami. <laughs> It's one of the side effects of love potion. (laughs) (laughs) Playing cards, poetry, political talk shows, reality shows, rom-coms, romantic novels, sci-fi, sports fan. Sports fan. Sci-fi, sports fan, stand-up comedy, talk show. Stand-up, definitely stand-up. Talk show, thrillers, video games, and westerns. Westerns. Video games. Needs more All right. Uh, Backpack, this is travel. Backpacking, camping, cruises, faith tourism, luxury trips. Okay. Uh, luxury travel, national monuments, road trips, safaris. National spa. monuments. Okay. Um, road trips. Museums? Is museums on there? Museums is not on there. Safaris, spas, <laughs> and weekend getaways. He got very mad that museums was not included. Music, blues, classical, country, EDM, electronica, indie alternative, jazz, metal. Indie alternative. Jazz, jazz metal? You like jazz? jazz <laughs> comma, metal. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I got really excited. Somebody needs can the next uh, sponsor be the jazz metalist. Yeah, uh, jazz metal, pop music, R and B, rap or rock, rap and rock, not R and B and rock, R and B. All right, and then finally, eats and drinks, baking. Bar- yes, I do. <laughs> baking, yes. <laughs> Barbecue. Barbecue, yes. Co- cocktails, coffee geek, cooking, craft beers, cooking, dive bars, fine dining, gluten free, healthy eating. Hot sauce. That's his hot nickname. Hot sauce. <laughs> Me, uh, oh, crystal. <laughs> Louisiana pure crystal hot sauce. Meditarian. Sports like bars. Vegetarian. Vegeta- uh, vegan. Vegetarian. Vegetarian. Vegan. Vegan. Vegetarian. <laughs> Veger. If you're trying to find. He is Vigo. <laughs> and wine tasting. All right. We've, we got a pretty good wrap on who you are right now. Uh, you are seeking women, I assume. Yes. Okay. Uh, you have an age bracket. Eighteen uh, to fifty-nine. No, um, <laughs> no. no. Um, I'm uncomfortable. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him do this. Uh, Twenty-one to thirty. Religion. Are you looking for someone who is uh, equally yoked? 
Yes, you. This is a Christian dating site, so we're assuming. <laughs> why, didn't, why didn't they? Do you want a Pentecostal? Do you do you care about that kind of thing? I mean, preferably, like okay. in my. So we're gonna go Assemblies of God, Pentecostal. We'll throw non-denominational there. Okay, they're fun. Uh, relationship know. type. You're looking for a friend or activity partner, a long-term relationship, marriage, marriage and kids. Marriage and kids. Okay, ladies. Is that, is that okay? I think um, I mean, maybe the one step down from that as well, because it's a box you can check multiple, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. oh, yeah. if you Long start checking them all. Marriage and the marriage for yes. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll hit all four of them just in case. Give them room yeah, sure. or take off the friend activity partner so that he I doesn't leave say... people the opportunity to friend zone him. Yeah, don't don't like why am I even on a dating okay. app? You're just going to friend zone me. Here's the thing, though. If you check all of them, though, then it seems like. I'm kind of just like down for whatever, not really serious about any of it. Yeah, that's true. But so, if you start at long-term relationship, I would say long-term seen. relationship and marriage. That's so what I would marriage say and too. Kids? No, not right now. My kids I don't know. Will never to exist. me, it just seems like I just picked whatever because I'm not really sure right now. Right. No, that's exactly how I see that too. Okay. Yes. Uh, do you have a preference on your partner's height? Um, no. A little shorty. I mean, not like super short, but also, I mean. No, like six five. So I'm just gonna put nothing on there and just assume that normal human height is fine, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, level of education, church attendance. You want somebody that attends church every week, right? Every week. Yep. Don't be fooling with that. Uh, smoking habits. Smokes no. regularly, no. occasionally. No. Okay. No. Uh, drinking habits. Uh. Uh. N- no. Uh, what is? What are the options? Drinks frequently. Drink socially. Drink on occasion or never drink. Never drink. Okay. Have kids. Yes. No, no. no. Oh, Do, like wait. someone who has kids. Uh, how many? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a number slider. Is that a yes or a no one? Uh, no it's kids. Like no kids. kids have kids and they live with me. Have kids and they sometimes live with me. Have kids that don't live with me or have grown children. Grown children. Let's look for someone who's between 21 <laughs> and 30 who has grown, grown children. children. <laughs> Let's go over there. Has put, kids. I'm gonna put no kids on there. Okay. Just, um, just we'll let you. We'll let you start. Uh, no kids. Want kids? Yes. Yes. Want kids? Um, willingness to relocate. You want someone who would relocate? Uh, yes. Okay. So I'm gonna have to relocate eventually. Would you relocate for somebody? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. If it was yes. a god. I mean, if I'm getting like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but I don't know that I put that up out front. I don't know that I don't know that I do that out front. I, I think I think you get you grow to that point. Yeah. When if I'm I, dating somebody, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna move if I'm just dating somebody. Well, yeah, this is all hypothetical. That's kind of yeah. All right. Do you have a preferred language? Spanish. Tagalog. We're gonna just stick with English, okay? English works best. All right, English, and then do you have a preferred ethnicity? No. African, Asian, Black African descent, Caribbean, Caucasian, East Indian, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, Native American, Pacific Islander, or other ethnicity. I just hit other to see what happens, like what comes up. <laughs> what do you think, Neff? Just whoever, whosoever will. Sure. Okay, cool. All right, next. Here we are, Quentin. Would you like to upgrade now to, you told me this was going to happen. I knew it would. Yeah, we're not going to upgrade you. We are going to. Wait, what happens when you upgrade? You get get to uh, send and receive messages with other paid subscribers um, and and a bunch of other stuff, but we are not going to do that. We're going to go back to not ever. Neff, you have some matches. You have an 86% match with a 5'3 Pentecostal girl in Claremont, Florida. I know where Claremont is. I think I know what she's church pretty. that is. I'm not gonna lie, she's cute. <laughs> she's really cute. Wait, let me she's see. I might know her. Okay, hang on. Let's What's see. her name? Just bleep the name. Uh, 
She's a cutie patootie. Oh, she is cute. She's cute. I might actually. Well, tell her. Tell she us what she her. wants kids. She's never been married. She is uh, Pentecostal and churches uh, attends church every week. She's looking for men ages twenty six to thirty seven oh, with a long term so relationship. So you're you're really there. That's that's I think that's your eighty six percent. Let's see. Wait, that's all she has on her profile. That's it. Well, uh, yeah, I think you have to pay to get more. Uh, word. <laughs> so we're no. just gonna get the basic. Not paying, uh, okay, on. so we have uh, this young girl. She's uh, an eighty seven percent match. She is twenty two years old. Um, um, her 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 phrase is: Imagine telling your friends we met on Christian Mingle with a red crying face emoji. Um, she's five seven, no kids, never married. She attends church every week. She has a bachelor's degree. She likes working out, yoga, yoga and meditation, painting, drawing, reading, volunteering, writing, action movies, sci-fi, backpacking, spas, weekend getaways. Um, <laughs> she she's five seven. She's five seven. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> And she is, she is pretty. She's awful cute too. Oh, she, she is cute. cute. Oh man, she is Wait, cute. Wait, Nick wants to see. No, oh, I'm sorry, good. Nick. Yeah, here I'll... I'm good. <laughs> I thought he was like, ooh, let yeah. me see. Nick doesn't no. care. <laughs> Nick's like, I got a fiance. I don't need to look at nobody else. Um, all right, so the rest of them they drop down. Oh, we got an, oh we got a 93 percent oh, match. Wow. Oh, or do you want to just jump straight to the 97 percent match? No, yeah. go 93 then 97. All right, we'll do these two and then we're gonna move on and then we'll, I'm gonna we ask you the, the, last, the last question. It looks like it. Uh, her name is Hannah. She is 23 years old. She lives in Orlando. She lives to tell people. <laughs> she lives to tell people about Jesus and the freedom that He has brought her. Laughter is truly good medicine. Life is too short to be crabby. She um, she has no kids. She wants kids. She's never been married. She's Pentecostal. Attends church every week. She uh, is a part of an evangelism ministry. She has some college. No drinks. No smokes. She likes hockey, working out, riding motorcycles, camping, faith tourism, national monuments. There's a match. Oh, road trips and weekend getaways. She's looking for men ages 25 to 35 for a uh, friend, activity partner, long-term relationship, marriage, marriage with kids within 100 miles of Orlando. Her name is she's beautiful. Hannah. Oh, she looks like really, a model. She's really pretty. Neff, lock that down, buddy. <laughs> I don't even know her. I know, but you know, it's. I don't know that. But it's I, do or die, Neff. So she has other know, pictures, you, but you can't see her other pictures unless you pay. Unless you pay. Oh, that's so, creepy. How much? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna. So if you so go, gonna to, take pay, up an go to Patreon.com <laughs> right now. Uh, all right, and here's your last one. Ninety-seven percent match, Woo! Neff. I don't see another higher one than that. So nine at ninety-seven percent. Let me introduce you to Janae. Janae lives in Melbourne, Florida. She works at a private Christian preschool. She loves hanging out at the beach and theme parks. She's five foot eight. She has no kids, but she wants kids. She's never been married. She's non-denominational, attends church every week. Preschool teachers, some college. She likes basketball, surfing, swimming, board games, entertaining, painting, drawing, photography, theme parks, action movies, cartoons, comics, dancing, DIY, horror movies, musicals, mysteries, rom-com, sports fan, road trips, weekend getaways, country pop, music, R&B, rap, baking, barbecues, coffee, geek, cooking, fine dining, hot sauce, and she's a meditarian. She's looking for men ages 22 to 30 for a long-term relationship, marriage, and marriage with kids. She uh, is definitely cute. You have the the red flag, though. Anytime you're on some kind of a social media site and you see a woman that only shows a partial face picture, like if it's just her eye, chances are the rest of her looks like Cthulhu. Oh. Yeah, you just never know. You just never know. I'm not trying to be superficial. She's part bird. I was going to say she's the crimson chin. <laughs> so we're all on the same page. She is a perfect match for you there, Crowening. Um, 
So, Neff, now that we've done this to you, without your permission. <laughs> Neff, on a scale of one to Cats the Musical the movie, how uncomfortable were you? Uh, cats 2. <laughs> so, so, this is my question to you right now, Neff. I can delete this account immediately, or I can text you with the password. Your call. <gasps> Drama. Right now, Neff, what will it be? The world wants to know. I delete this account, and we never speak of this again, or... I give you the password and we just see where this goes. Take a chance. Cue the Deal Dramatic. or No Deal music. I only had the music for uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I almost said that. Um, did, I I don't know. Por qué no? What do you have to lose? All right, so you that are listening out there in our Nerdicon squad, <laughs> we want to know what you think Nev should do. Visit our Facebook group, the Nerd of God Squad. You can go to nogsquad.com, and we're going to put a poll up there, and you can vote. Should Neff keep or should he ditch the Christian Mingle account? Let us know. That five, who was that 5'7 girl? <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way for you to know. She was really cute. You're going to have to log in on your own device. All right, so there we go. Let us know if you think Neff should keep that. Happy Valentine's Day, Neff. Thank you. And happy hunting. That's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you were just talking about being a bird. I don't know where the line is. I'm like a bird. I'm probably a spy. <laughs> Ronald Reagan killed me. <laughs> I work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> Neff, I apologize if that was awkward for you, but that was super fun for us. We're oh, going to So we are talking about love tonight. We're talking about all. Love is a many splendored thing. I love, love all you need is love. All you need is love. The uh, yeah, so so, love is great, but I think that romance, as it's been packaged to us in our culture, is not great. So how do you have like this wonderful thing that is served to you in, in the middle of a steaming ring of poo? Wow. <laughs> Does do movies and TV set us up for bad, faulty love expectations? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Both the girls leaned in immediately. Yeah. Por qué? There's so much expectation to love being a happenstance type of thing rather than two people choosing one another continually. Yes. You know, like love should just be natural and it should be easy. And although feeling love can be easy, mm. choosing to stay in love, I think, is harder. Yeah, it's a choice to like, you know, build upon something or walk away or whatever. You know what I mean? And like, right. you know, and I think there's something to be said about how dangerous that can be for your heart and for the person you're talking to's heart. And I think it's just, I don't know, like you were saying, it's a choice and it, mm. I don't know, it's really important that there's a distinction there. Well, yeah. you go back to the, like the original, the greatest love story of all time. And you mentioned it earlier, which is like Romeo and Juliet. Mm. But there is there anything in that story that we want to aspire to? No. no. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think we start with such a faulty premise in what we expect in our televised love stories. You know, like we're, we're watching this thing and we want them to run away together. And we want them to, to fall in love. But it usually doesn't start with the right ingredients or the right foundation. Yeah. It's like everything about this is wrong. Yeah, and you know, it usually ends before anything actually happens. Like yeah. when you watch a movie, like a romance movie, which I've seen many of, you know, there's like the big arc and they have like one fight towards the end of the movie and then they make up and then the movie ends right when like things are maybe getting started for them and it never surpasses that. Right. Yeah. That's why like when you watch like a Disney movie and like the prince like carries her away and then that's it and it's like 
unrealistic because that's where you start. That's well, not where the, the happily ever after. Like, well, what does right. that even entail? You that, know, that was like one of my favorite things about the Karate Kid Two. Was at the beginning of the Karate Kid Two, uh, Elizabeth Shue straight up left Danny Larusso. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, she just went on, moved on to some other guy because that's what she does. That's what she did to to, to Johnny. That's what she yeah. did to you. It's like, but it was like, oh, that's realistic. That makes sense. And it just further proves Steven's theory that Elizabeth Shue is a terrible person to be in a relationship with. <laughs> Bad babysitter. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, I think that uh, they never portray relationships realistically. They're always like all glitz and glamour or they're a terrible wreck. They never yeah. portray anyone getting pecked to death in a crow <laughs> crane's nest. I just want representation. <laughs> Wait. They don't, I'll say they don't really show the work. <laughs> In a relationship, yeah, right? it's a, here's the highlight reel, and and, and they sometimes they, they imply it, right? right? But it's like, but but the work usually reminds of like, oh, I'm just gonna like pick up this thing that they had bought me one time on a date, and it's like, oh, now all of a sudden I remember magically all the feelings. It's like mm. that's not work. That's yeah, yeah, immediate gratification. Another thing that I so dislike in a lot of pop culture, the way that they portray relationships, right? right now is that even when they're apart from one another it almost seems like when they're together it's all like lovey-dovey and like super great but when they're apart from one another it almost seems like like i don't really care about or i I know what you mean yeah like they just tear one another down like i feel like that's just so common i don't know Hmm. i feel like i've seen that a lot it's not like an honoring relationship. Yeah, and the thing that I don't like, I, I, I was thinking about this episode before coming in, I was listening to a lot of different songs, um, and it's hard to like listen to the radio and not hear a song about love, or like, I guess you should say romance as opposed to love, right? Because, yeah. gosh, like songs, like I was listening to um, No Air by Jordan Sparks. Mm. Do you remember that song? Mm. And she's like, tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. Like saying, like equating like that person to like the thing she needs to live. Mm. And like the desperation that people are expected to feel. And it's, it's just really disheartening to like look at young girls. And like, I was looking at this YouTube video the other day of like lyric video. Cause some, I wanted to know what a lyric was. And it was a song that was like more adult themish type of like music, whatever. But like all these like young girls were in the comments of this YouTube video being like, I wish someone would talk to me like that. And I almost cried because I was like, no, you don't want that. No, you do not. That's like, it's like, like what you're expected to want and what's expected to like fix you. And I know I've had this conversation with you many a time. Like it shouldn't be like, oh, you complete me. Because then if you can't stand on your own, then like, what are you doing your whole time waiting outside of a relationship? Are you not living? Like what, what is the purpose outside of that? If that's really what you believe. And I think that's just so... This stinks. Yeah. You know? So you you know you say that, and I think that that sparks such a a passion in my heart. Like it's almost frustration because, uh, not to cut to the end of the conversation here, but mm-hmm. I feel like so much of what culture wants us to believe romance is supposed to satisfy are the very things that God is is designed to satisfy in yes. our hearts. The the idea of identity, the idea of purpose, the idea of validation, and we're looking for that in other imperfect, broken, unvalidated people, and, and, and God is just screaming, hey, this is what I give you. I give you your value. I'm the oxygen. It's me. It's mm-hmm. me. And if you're going into a relationship without any oxygen, guess what? They're, they're suffocating too. All you guys are going to do is just suck together. So, what do you think, Al? 
And I, I think, too, there's just so much of a relationship has to be when you love somebody, you're not you're not loving them because they love you. You're you're loving them to choose the highest good for them. Right. Like, and I just think of famous scripture everybody knows: John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that any who would believe in Him would have eternal life. Right. Right? right. But then later in John, Jesus is like, and this is eternal life that you would live in relationship. And so the highest good for humanity was to be in relationship with God. And so when you're, if that's our model for loving others, it's always to choose the highest good for that. Right. You know? Yeah. To, to, to really prefer other people ahead of ourselves. Right. Yeah. You know, greater love has, has no man than this, that he would lay down his, his life, life for his right. friends, which means what you need is more important. The, I mean, I think that Spock said it best when he said the needs of the many outweigh the needs, needs of, of the, the few. few, right? Like we want to take care of the other people that are around us. And if that means laying down our life, that's why when we see that kind of stuff happen in movies, when it's Tony Stark or when it's Spock in Wrath of Khan or whoever it might be, and they lay down their life, we, we're so moved by that because right. that is such a tremendous act of love. So how come that kind of love, how come the most Christ-like part of love love is not what we go into relationships looking for. Uh, and I say we as, as a culture. How come it's like when we get into a relationship, we're just looking for the, that chemistry and that spark and that, like, ooh, the goosebumps and, and those kind of feelings. That's how I want someone who takes my breath away. But we forget about the fact of I want someone uh, with whom I can serve. And I mean, we look yes. at the, what's the paradigm that, that God sets for us? It's like, dude, women and I know this is not super popular but it's like hey submit to your husbands husbands and he flips this around a lot of people think that women get the short end of the stick on this one but he's like love your wife like Christ loved the church that's not even submissive that's like straight up dying like you gotta lay down everything for them and that's what it is it's like if you're not laying down for me 100% and I'm not laying down for you 100% then what are we what are we standing this thing up by so what is the world I'll ask you this what is the world set us up to believe are the ingredients of a good relationship outside of scripture if you were just looking at movies tvs music what does the world say this is what you need um physical relationship sure um you have to always be um perfectly in tune with each other like always in sync like a lot of times you'll see people who are like always like uh you know finishing finishing each other sandwiches. sandwiches that's, that's what, what i was gonna say, say. Stuff like that yeah I feel like, like I was saying, that desperation, like if the other person's gone or if something, if you were to break up, like nothing else would matter. And not like your family that's always been there, not like your friends that are always going to be there for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just is such a value that's placed on romantic relationships over every other kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And oh, that is just so damaging to yeah. think like that. Oh, yeah. I've fallen victim to that. Me too, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, sure. when you're in a circle of friends and you're like, wow, everybody here has somebody except for me. It's like I'm, gonna, I'm the, the weird uncoupled one. And that, that, like, you say what you want to, but culturally, that is, that's awkward, There's right? There's stigma to yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange thing. So what else, like, I, I've watched, I don't watch a lot of these reality shows. I don't, but... I know people watch them and I see commercials for them. Um, but shows like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shows like uh, 90 Day Fiance or, or shows... Um, or Love Island. W- whatever it might be. What what are or they putting out there? House. Like, these are the things that cause someone to feel the butterflies and fall in love. Like, this is the love story we're supposed to believe in uh, in this instance. What, what, are, what are the things that they put out there that 
make that work. It's all like physical attraction with like yeah, the, with, it really especially is. Especially with like the Bachelor and Bachelorette, like they get to know each other like over like what like a week or two. Like that's I think that those are oh, those are the worst shows. Mm-hmm. I I mean I concur. It's not an American show. There's a show called Terrace House based in Japan, and it's six strangers who live together. And most people join the show because they want to find a romantic relationship. But it's really interesting seeing the differences between, like, American reality TV and foreign reality TV when the goal for the people is to find a romantic relationship. Hmm. Japanese culture is very honoring. They actually like go out to get to know one another rather than like in The Bachelorette. It's like, "Mm, am I attracted to you right now? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. I've made out with 12 of you this week. Which one do I choose? Yeah. Yeah. The sloppiest. Always bothers me. The sloppiest. It's like, I I couldn't like, I'm speaking specifically for like The Bachelor, Bachelor. Like I can't knowingly. You don't watch, you don't watch that though, do you? No, but I I have watched it. I've never, I've not chosen to watch it. Uh I've watched it because it was on, not because I've decided to watch it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, like, how can you truly try to connect with somebody if you know they're actively pursuing 12, 12 other people right. or 30 other people. Oh, you work really hard to connect with them because you got competition. Exactly. but I hate that. But, but love shouldn't be a competition. Oh my gosh, I hate that. I hate that competitive side that is also painted. Like if you're like watching like let's say some dumb like sitcom about high school students and there's like the pretty popular girl but I'm just a nobody. Why did the football player never notice me? Like, did you try to take your glasses off? Because that usually works. <laughs> no, but you know what I <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's just set up to be. Oh my gosh, Alexandria! Oh, I've never glasses. noticed how never beautiful gonna, your eyes are before. I'm just kidding. No, it's never gonna change for me. Now, put your hair down. <laughs> Somebody play Sixpence None the Richer right now. So kiss me. Neff is untying his man. Oh, oh my goodness! And now it's a mullet. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Those flowy but curls. No, I mean, okay. All jokes aside, I'm being so serious. I think one of the most damaging parts of what like for those shows and how it's made to seem it's like you have to be the prettiest you have to be like the you have to prove yourself you have to prove yourself and like I just don't understand why you have to live up to somebody else like so many people so many young girls you talk to them you're like oh do they like they're talking about like some guy that they like and they'll be like oh I don't know if he likes me I don't know if he likes me it's like well girl do you even like him like what's you know what I mean like there's not even like a a thought about that do you like like, yourself yeah like how do I make myself more like attractive or more whatever Mm -hmm. for this other person or for these other people like how do I you know and I think that's just such a toxic way to look at it let me ask you this Alexandria and Julia Yes. Tell me what it is. What are the quali- qualities that you're looking for, if, that you would look for in a guy? Uh, we just made this dating profile for Neff, right? What are the What are the qualifications that you would look for in a guy that are super important for you personally? An honorable character. Okay. Somebody who loves the Lord. Sure. Somebody who's going to serve and is willing to say yes to Jesus, even on a whim. Those are the super spiritual answers. Now let's get beyond that. Now beyond that, it's, I honestly, I care about somebody's, like character and their humor and are you willing to be spontaneous with me and like just go hang out randomly will you put up with my shenanigans because <laughs> literally I'm all over the place all the time yeah Julie what's your what's your kind of checklist I, I'm, I'm sure that there's probably some crossover yeah there's there. a lot of crossover all of the things you said about him you know loving Jesus and like saying yes and I mean like when you think about like a husband um someone that would be able to like lead you to God like and point you back to him when maybe you're faltering someone that could oh gosh be a good father mm-hmm. to you know mm-hmm. to children and like 
to, to lead them to Christ, but also someone that will call me on my crap. Like I need somebody that's going right. to be really, really Hold honest. With, yeah. Someone that's going to be honest with me and not just take care of me, but like have expectation that like, I'm going to take care of myself. You know what I mean? When yeah. I'm not like to be like, Hey, but that's what you say you want. And then what you're settling for are all the things the world tells you are the most important. Who's got the, who, who's the, the handsomest guy. Who's the most popular guy. Who's got the motorcycle, uh, who plays the guitar in the courtyard during lunchtime, those kind of things. And I know, like, I, I know that I'm coming here with kind of like a personal grudge of many, many years of high school of, you know, dealing with this kind of thing and feeling like, Hey, yeah, I've heard, I've heard girls that what you're looking for, the number one thing you want is a sense of humor. I'm going to tell you, y'all liars. That's not the number one thing that you want. Neff, has that been your experience? Neff is the funniest guy I know, and he's single, right? So what's what's the holdup, ladies? A Pringle. <laughs> the, 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 what's the holdup? Like, really, legitimately? You know, you, we say we want this, but we go for that. Why? My answer, personally, is I'm kind of an idiot. Um, no, 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 no. I'm gonna be real with you. I like shiny things. And I think, um, you know what I mean? Like you get distracted just like anybody else would. And I think, you know, you know, historically for myself, I, I don't always go for what I say I want. Actually, I just know that I am prone to like, like the, you know, the wrong choice of person. And then to try to like, you know, the classic, like, I want to change them slash fix them slash be their like personal, like, and I say this like to convict myself a little bit, like their savior in a way. And right. I know that does not work. And I have learned that many a time, but why is that still a thing that like my heart really wants to do? And I think that there, there's a good idea of like wanting to show someone to Jesus, but like not in a romantic relationship because we don't flirt to convert. We don't want to get What? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thank, I appreciate your honesty there. It's hard. It's hard from both sides because you 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 feel like you've got to raise your standards, but then mm-hmm. but if nobody else is doing that too, it is hard. I mean, do you ever do you ever feel you get lonely? Like you're gonna be lonely forever? Yeah. yeah. It's scary to feel like you're gonna be alone, especially when you have like a history of s- seemingly being abandoned. Wow. You know, in your lifetime. See, for me, I like I don't. I don't hold like anybody like responsible for not like wanting to be like attracted to me. Like for me, the way I look at myself is like when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to date me either. I look like I don't, I don't care enough about myself that to care about somebody else. And so like, I would get the perception of me like from other people. So I would get how somebody would not like, they would look at me, they would get all the traits that I would have. But then they would also see, you know, the physical, like the physical attributes, what that could also mean as a personality type. And then for those, I mean, it's a radio show, but, yeah. um, you know, Neff is, uh, he has large. Um, he has he has some some really bad facial scarring and a vestigial tail. <laughs> I, look, so I look like people, and wings. People and have beat. a really hard time getting <laughs> past. I look like the, seal. The, the oh no! Uh, but did you know that when it snows, no, the, the animal. So, and again, thank you for thank you for sharing that. Yeah, we're always battling this level of perception. There was a show that was on Netflix a while ago, and I don't know what it was called. They were in these pods, oh, no. and they would get to know each other through the walls of the pods, but never get to see each other. Yeah. And then finally, after like extended period of time, did you watch this show? 
I watched a bit of it and then I had to stop because I just wanted to hit them all. In the oh. head. Like I was so frustrated. <laughs> I only with saw all the preview them. for it, so it's no. It get, um, oh gosh, I, do you remember what it's called? I have no idea. It was oh gosh. Here I'll find it. You tell tell us you tell us about what it was and I'll find out what it was called. Okay, so basically, like he was saying, there's like a whole bunch of people, one side for men, one side for women. And they would go into different rooms, different pods, with like a screen in between separating the woman's side of the men's side. And they'd have one-on-one conversations with one another. And they would flirt. They would get to know each other. They would like not know what the other person looked like. And I think the whole point was to have it. It was they framed it, let's say that, as a social experiment to be like, oh, can you really fall in love without knowing what someone looks like? And then like people would like the whole goal of it was to get to know somebody to the point of like proposing. And then once you propose, you get to finally see what they look like. But people got to proposing like after like three, four days, and I was so mad. This is dumb. Hated <laughs> everything about that's so it. So quick. <laughs> and then there's like the whole drama. It's like when the boys go back in the room and the girls go back in their room. Like, oh, I was talking to Michael, and like I think he really likes me. Well, Michael was talking to me, and he was telling me some very similar things. Oh, really? Well, what are you doing? You're on a show together. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> Love is blind. Love is blind. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> so dumb. Yeah. Uh, and what they say? Love is blind. Uh, oh, I saw that, but I thought it was a show about blind people finding love no that no. you're thinking of the music video for hello by lionel richie oh. it's very similar <laughs> is it me you're looking for that's a cruel <laughs> thing to say to a blind girl lionel oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was nice of him to put the uh, the lyric sheet to dancing on the ceiling in braille uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I get sick of seeing these dating shows because, you, you know, eventually, I know that we all know that they're ridiculous, right? I mean, I know that we all know that they're stupid and that's not real life. Yeah. But uh, when when something becomes so prevalent in culture, eventually the tail wags the dog. Eventually yes. that becomes a little bit of normalized. Yeah. And, and we start to snowball and it's like that kind of becomes that speed. I, I've never gone to speed dating. Uh, you know, I'm not knocking anybody who goes to speed dating. But we become so enamored with the superficial. That the deepest thing of are we on a journey together? And I love what you said, Alexander. You know, you, you in this relationship, this friendship with a guy, you, eventually you kind of find, hey, it seems like we might be on the same path. Let's see if we're going the same direction. And I'm sorry that it didn't work out the way you anticipated, but I'm grateful that it means there's probably something better because God didn't hit the snooze button that day on the story of your life just because romance didn't come your way in the package that you expected it to, right? There is no Amazon two-day prime delivery on on love, right? Mama always said, you can't hurry love. No, you just have have to to wait. wait. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And I've never been lied to in song before. Uh, 1 John 2 says, don't love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them for everything in the world and that is an intentional word everything everything in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes the pride of life comes not from the father but from the world the world and its desires pass away but whoever does the will of god lives forever like i know that's not specifically about romance but it kind of could be right do you feel like dating and love and finding the right person for your life has a little bit of the lust of the flesh mixed in it or the pride of yeah. the lust of the eyes mixed in it like hey baby you looking good what's shiny up shiny things you yes. want some fries with that chick-fil-a <laughs> sandwich that you just ordered my pleasure <laughs> Waffle fries. <laughs> but look at that last one, the pride of life. Mm. How does pride mix us up when it comes to our romantic pursuits? Well, what is that whole love is patient, love is kind? Isn't there something about it not being like 
1 Corinthians 13, starting in verse 4. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Have you ever heard the term being unequally yoked in a relationship? Yes. Yeah. What does that mean? Well. <laughs> Julia pushes up her glasses and <laughs> leans into the microphone. Well, I mean, like, it's talking about, like, what it literally means, like a yoke. Do it. Like two. You guys don't know that Julia grew up on a farm, so uh, she knows. That's how I should be on any the biblical verse about oxen. Up. She can immediately farmers only. Farmers only. Clearly, that's where I belong. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, two animals, like two, like let's say oxen, right? They're being combined um, by a yoke, which is like this big, I guess, not stick, but like a. It's a wooden bracket. Like a wooden bracket that connects the two of them, so that they can together combined with their both their force pull something behind them and the whole thing about being unequally yoked obviously just means like if one is like veering one way and the other one's weaker they're just going to kind of go that way or like you know what I mean like one can overpower the other and if you're unequally yoked and you're trying to go into two different directions you two being the ox oxen I guess you know you can't really make it anywhere because you're not going in the same place so it's about being with people that aren't really um aren't sharing the faith or aren't in the same place in their faith as you. This is the context. It's really not, if you go to the scripture here in 2 Corinthians 6, it's not about dating. We use this for dating all the time, but it's really about idolatry. That's what this is all about. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, Come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you and I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And then the next verse, the next first verse in the next chapter says, Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates the body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. We talk about being unequally yoked, like we're going to get a little bit off course or out of line. But God is raising the stakes on that thing and saying, listen, it is idolatry. You have, and Julia, you said it, we're trying to be Jesus for these other people if they're, if they're unsaved. But truthfully, we're replacing them on the throne of our hearts. We're replacing Jesus on the throne of our hearts with them. And, and, and he's saying, this is idolatry. You can't have Jesus and not Jesus. You can't have a believer and an unbeliever. You can't have the temple of God and idols. And, and, and he's saying, come out from them and be separate. Again, we're not taught, this is not a verse that's intended to be laid over the concept of dating, but it is a verse for right living. And, and it's like, don't touch any unclean thing. Don't touch it. No tokar, no molestar. Don't touch it. If you touch an unclean thing, biblically, what does that make you? Heck, yes, it does. In the world, not of the world. Look, he says, look, I want to, I, I will be a father to you. You will be my sons and daughters. If this verse is about relationship, that's the relationship it's about. And if there's a relationship we ought to be pursuing full throttle, that's the one that we should be pursuing. 
And we have promises. Listen, God, in the verse in verse seven, or chapter seven, verse one, he's like, look, don't touch any unclean thing and I will receive you. I'll receive you. You feel lonely? I get it. God, look, God, Jesus didn't have, there was nothing that we go through that he didn't go through, right? I mean, 33 years, my dude wasn't married, right? Unless you read the Da Vinci Code instead of the Bible. Don't touch it. Don't mess with it. Don't fool with it. Don't pursue it. If you will leave that alone, if you won't touch that unclean thing, if you will stay clean yourself, I will be a father to you. Therefore, 7-1 says, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates the body and spirit, perfecting holiness. Why? Out of reverence for God. Out of reverence for God. Which means if you're in a situation right now where your heart or your mind or are, are not aligned and not calibrated with God's best for you, recalibrate your heart and your mind. You know what happens if your heart and your mind stay out of line too long, eventually your actions will follow, right? And, and if your actions are following those things, back it up and reset your heart and reset your mind. Lord, uh, search me, know me, Lord, create in me a, a, a right mind, Lord. You know, like we want to go back and we want to say, God, renew a right spirit in me. Help me to refocus my heart and my mind on you. Help me to not be unyoked, uh, to, to not be yoked with unbelievers, but to purify myself and just don't let me not, I, I ain't touching it. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. And, um, and that's, that's rough, but if we don't, I mean, that's the ultimate toxic relationship, right? Let us behave decently, Romans 13 says, uh, not carousing with drunkenness, not sexual immorality, debauchery, dissension, and jealousy. Clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and don't think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. When you're really doing love right, you're choosing it. And in the same way, you have to keep choosing Jesus, like we discussed, I think, a little bit last week too, right? Yeah, 100%. Look for someone who loves Jesus more than they love you. Like, you told me that one time, and I've literally built my entire, like, idea of like romance based on that like an idea of a relationship has been built upon that statement that you told me when i was like a, a teenager in your youth group and and you're still you're the single guy at the table but and so i feel like that i should apologize to you but i Hold don't now. because i'd rather have you be 25 years old 24 years old i'd rather have you be where you are right now and be just hopelessly single than have you have a strand a string of back to back to back flawed damaging, scarring, unfruitful relationships. It's better that way, I think. I think when you choose God, I think part of the fear, maybe, of choosing God over other people, I guess, in a weird way, if we're going to be honest, is like, you know, the fear of missing out on having that kind of relationship. But God doesn't want you to be alone either. But having that priority on God will just make you... Make your love for that other person so much deeper, but also make your life more complete in ways that nobody else ever could touch. Yeah. What would your challenge be? If you had to give them an action step to walk away from this conversation with, uh, how would you encourage them tonight? Be patient. Like, trust trust the process. Okay. Um, there was a long time in my 20s when I was just, like, lonely and just wanting a relationship. And when I finally said, you know what, like, I'm not going to search for a relationship. I'm just going to focus on my relationship with God and let God provide because God knows of the desires of my heart. He did. It took a couple of years, but he eventually did. And that's when, you know, my now wife came into my life and, you know, I, I did it. I did everything with that relationship differently than I had ever done because I wanted it to be 
the relationship that God had for me and it was Hmm. yeah I like that be patient if you are single use this time now to continue to develop who you are in Christ learn who he's created you to be grow in your relationship with him find healing from your past because everyone has healing to find I think and just use this time to just know who you are and know that who you are is so worthy of a God-centered relationship not something subpar because it's readily available um I just wanted to say hi to whoever is listening wherever you are and whoever you are um no matter what you've gone through and no matter the maybe mistakes you might have made or choices you might have come to regret I think it's worth saying to you that God can still use you God still has a plan for you and um, speaking from experience I would just encourage you to learn you know from maybe past regrets and mistakes but to not let them hold you back because God can use anything for his glory Um, even things that might hurt still and no matter where you are in your walk in even just in your day no matter what you're going through I just want to encourage you that you're loved and that you should lean into God more than anything and like he'll provide everything you need and that might look like a romantic relationship that might never look like a romantic relationship but wherever it is God's got you so just I encourage you to lean into that and I hope you have a good day well said a letter from Julia (laughs) yeah I think all of your input has been great I think that we if we just allow ourselves to rise above the influence of culture that we have to have this to be validated Mm. our validation comes from Jesus your validation comes from Christ it it doesn't come from the flowers that someone gives you on Valentine's Day it sucks to be alone on Valentine's Day it sucks but I'll be your Valentine Neff oh. will be your Valentine. Yeah. Alexandria will be. You know, we, 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 we're here for you. Yes. But but really, honestly, there's no chocolates or conversation hearts or roses. There's no gift. There's no dinner in a movie. There's no walk around the lake on the moonlit night that can ever match the love that God gives to you. God so loved you. God so loved you. You are loved who you are. And, and it's not the, the, the superficial of who you are. It's not how you look. It's not how suave you are. It's not how uh, your wardrobe is. It's not how eloquent your vocabulary is. It's not how clear your complexion is or how full your head of hair is or how robust your bank account is. It's not how many friends or followers you have on your social media. It's never been about that. God loves you for who you are and, and who you can be in him. And I just... I know it seems like a cop-out, and I know it seems like a pat answer, but if you will just let him be the lover of your soul, he will satisfy the desires of your heart. The The things will come that, that are best for you when they're going to come. But until then, I just pray that God will be enough. And, and listen, now some of you, you're in relationships, and it's great. 
Let God be the center of your relationship. Renew your focus on on making your, your dating relationship or your marriage about him. Invite Jesus into the conversation. And if you're in a relationship with someone who is not a believer, allow God to lead you. Ask the hard questions. And I just pray that you would be willing to be as obedient as you can be. Because sometimes following God means making very tough decisions. And I hate that. But I promise you, I mean, it's a biblical promise. You ain't never seen anybody who lays down one thing for the cause of Christ who doesn't get so much more and so much better for doing what's right. And that's hard. And we're cheering you on. We're, we're cheering you on. You, If you need to talk to somebody, we are here. You can message us. You can email us. Um, we're, we're here for you because um, you don't have to feel alone. That's why we are who we are. We're not just here to talk at you for, uh, you know, 90 minutes every week. We're, we're, we're here to be for your friends and your community and to let you know that you are not alone. Um, let's, uh, let's take off tonight. And um, before we do, let's just pray. Let's pray for those people that are seeking God in their relationships. Let's pray for uh, those that are seeking a relationship through God. And let's pray for those that are in relationships that desperately need God. Um, we have... We have people that listen, I know this very much, that are going through difficult seasons right now. People that are um, experiencing marital uh, fallout, even right now, that are in our very own squad. Um, relationships are hard, but trusting God is good. Um, so let's let's put our trust in Him. Um, if it's not too much, um, Julia, would you would you close us out in prayer tonight? God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for waking us up this morning in the midst of us asking you for guidance and wisdom concerning these things. I just want to first say that you are good even when our circumstances are not. God, you are enough. And I pray that we can have hearts that hunger for you and for your word and to know you and to love you and to share your love through our actions, not just our words and our ideas, but that we can follow you all the days of our life and whatever we're looking for whatever we're longing for whatever we're really feeling like we need I pray that we can all individually lay it down at your feet God and that we wouldn't be afraid because you have our best interests at heart you are for us not against us God and I pray even though we're all coming at this conversation from a lot of different angles and a lot of different you know backgrounds God we all have the same thing in common we are empty without you and I pray that no one would walk away from this conversation, at least not knowing that you want our hearts. And I pray that we would be so bold as to give them to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much for joining us. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, follow us across all the socials. That's Nerd Godcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and I guess now TikTok. Maybe. I forgot about that. Soon. Thank you for reminding me. Coming with, soon. Be with us next week as uh, we are going to get into Black History Month. We're going to have some special guests in here, and uh, it's it's going to get black. And from what I understand, once we do that, we will never go back. That's what I've been told. <laughs> so I'm dead. That's what, it's, that's what I've been told. I don't oh, know. Oh, no. Uh, so we're... <laughs> 
We're really excited. We're going to have some special guests. You will not want to miss that as we talk about some of the uh, the great innovations, awesome characters and creators, and uh, and fandom from a black perspective. Uh, for the Nerd Godcast, Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye, everybody. Alexandria Marka. Mahal kita. Quentin Gregory Neff. Love you guys. And you can find him on Christian Mingle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Cranes Roost. Julia Colazzo. <laughs> Bye, you guys. And Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. And we love you very much. Happy Valentine's Day. I feel like I owe First Geek 411 a dollar for saying I love you at the end of my podcast. So there was this. There was this. uh, this frog that went into a bank one time. Mm-hmm. He went up to the teller and he started talking to the teller. He's like, hey, I need to uh, get an advance of $50,000 uh, to buy a house. And uh, But, you know, I'm I'm old friends no, with the bank don't, manager. Don't do it. And she's uh, like, okay, well, we're going to need some kind of collateral. So he handed her this little, like, tiny, um, like, elephant trinket. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's my collateral. He says, don't worry. My dad, my dad's Mick Jagger. He knows the bank owner. We go way back. So the lady's really confused. Goes back to the bank manager and explains the situation. He goes, it's it's a knick-knack, Paddywhack. Give the frog a loan. His old man's a rolling stone. I also forgot to say that her name was Patricia Whack, which is a major part of the joke, and I forgot it. That's why I don't have silly jokes. What do you call a joke silly that jokes isn't funny? What do you call a joke that isn't funny? Wait, I loved it so much. Steven Salisbury. Oh! <laughs> Okay, what? The answer was a sentence, but that one works too. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>